Hello, listeners. Thank you for downloading this special bonus episode of the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Uh, this is actually the first of three episodes where we'll be talking about the final episodes of um, Breaking Bad, which is, in my opinion, the best show on TV right now. Um, so we're saying goodbye to this to this series that's this magnificent series from Vince Gilligan, and we're doing it in style. We're going to be we're basically after every 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 episode, the three of us sit down and we talk about it, and then I'm cutting it together um, and putting them out as bonus episodes. So this is the first one we discuss the first three episodes: Blood Money, Buried, and Confessions. And then here in a few weeks, we'll put out uh, the next three. Uh, the ne- the next episode will cover the next three episodes, and then the final bonus episode will cover the last two episodes of the series. So I hope you guys like it. Um, if you have any feedback, or if you want to, we we want to hear what you guys think of Breaking Bad and where it's headed, and and what do you think what you think is going to happen, what your favorite moments were, um, just anything Breaking Bad related. You can reach us on Twitter. Let us know. We'll cover. We'll maybe we'll me- we'll mention it on the podcast. On Twitter, I'm uh, Matt at Obsessive Viewer. Um, Tiny is at Obsessive Tiny, and Mike is at I am Mike White. Uh, you can also reach us on Facebook at The Obsessive Viewer, and uh, I have a Google Plus somewhere out there. <laughs> um, and then you can also reach us at uh, by email at ovpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we really want to hear what you guys think of, of everything Breaking Bad related because um, we're celebrating the final final episodes, and we're saying goodbye to. To all the all the characters and everything it's it's a really bittersweet moment but it's it's well it, it's shaping up to be a really incredible uh final episode uh final episodes so uh without further ado here's the first uh first bonus breaking bad episode so hope you guys enjoy thanks You don't know who I am. Then maybe your best course would be to tread lightly. Um, before we start on on the episode, uh, uh, wow, Aaron Paul did um, a Reddit AMA today. Nice. And mm. I was reading some of it while I was in the bathroom. That's why it took me so long. Um, <laughs> so I assure you, I'm not sick or anything. Yeah, but that's okay. So if far, you get up in the middle of the podcast. We'll know why. <laughs> right, right. Um, so far, it's amazing. It, the the AMA is just is awesome. He seems like such a cool guy. I bet. Yeah. Um, I feel like I want this stuff all all the Breaking Bad supplemental to mm-hmm. like go to somewhere some feed. Where I can just read it in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, I kind of yeah. love it, but I'm also too scared to get too much information. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like that that like that like article that I tweeted about um, from, from EW yeah. about the Star Trek thing. I mean, it was a great read, but it's also, like, making me think, like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Too much. I read, like, the five... Five best theories of Breaking Bad, and one of them, number one was like Walter's already dead, and I was like, I don't even want that thought in my head. Right? You know what I mean? Jeez, agreed. Yeah. Or or Walt like Walter faked his own death or something like that. Oh yeah, I heard that too. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think uh, someone from Parks and Rec tweeted that, and I was like, oh, yeah. I don't. I don't it's like bu- that. No, I don't like it either. It's possible. It is. I, I would rather it just be. I would rather. I would rather the future Walt stuff be him just on the run after. Yeah. Doing some crazy stuff. Yeah. And uh, M sixty man, you don't kill one person with an M sixty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like people were saying, like, like I, in season four or five. They uh, it all blends together because I I went on a just a rewatch marathon this weekend. It was yeah, crazy. I noticed. Jesus. Um, yeah, it was. I went through like eleven episodes in like twelve hours. It was insane. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't have my PS3 because my PS3 broke down. Uh huh. So I I literally had a TV tray set up with my laptop at the foot of my bed, and I was just on Netflix, just streaming it like that. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was insane. But anyway. Uh, were you gonna say something, Tiny? I was gonna say you're a trooper. Oh yeah, uh, th- there's another word, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I was thinking like in season four or five, they uh, Walt watches is watching Scarface with um, um, with the Walt kid. Jr. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, he prefers to be called Flynn. Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's watching Scarface and like all that is I'm season thinking, five, by the way. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just like I'm thinking like I want him to just go out in a blaze of gunfire like that. Um, mm. I mean, it sounds like a it could be a, a foreshadowing. Yeah, absolutely. And then it, See, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'd rather have the cancer take him. Really? Yep, because that's. Because I'd rather have him be the ultimate mastermind and finally just get away with it, totally get away with it, fine. Uh-huh. But he can't; he just can't escape the last thing. He has no control over the cancer, and it just takes him. Well, hmm. I agree that that would be cool, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's possible anymore because we, because what does winning mean? Like he wants a lot of money, and he also wants to keep his life. Clearly, that doesn't happen. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just don't. I mean, I don't know. Well, I want I want Jesse to kill him. Wow, because uh, he yeah. has done he has done so many bad things to inconsequential characters, and things have happened to people in his life as a consequence of things he's done. But he hasn't done anything worse to people than to Jesse. Yeah, that's true. Do you want? Mm. Do you guys want? How do you guys want Jesse to find out about Jane and? Well, Michael, Mike, he already knows about, um, sort yeah. of, um, about Jane and Brock. Cause I was thinking about that. Like, I mean, he doesn't know. And I, it would be kind of, I could see them just going where he just doesn't, he just doesn't find out, but I really want him to find, I really well, want him to find out. Yeah. I want him to find out too, but I don't think there's any way for him to find out and then not kill Walt. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like okay. if I get my ending, then it happens because he found out what walt did interesting okay hmm. okay yeah i could see i could almost see like walt just straight up telling him just to get him all emotional and just make it make him make it so that he so that he's to cloud his um his his judgment or whatever to because it's going to make him want to kill him but it's going to make yeah. him sloppy too so, right um right right i kind of I, maybe this is just the Friday Night Lights fan in me, 
But I would kind of like to see Jesse Plemons, who plays uh, Todd, come back in some way and, and, you know, maybe not kill Walt, but be like a huge thorn in his side that kind of sets things off to where it sends Walt on the run. I mean, I guess Hank will be that kind of catalyst, probably. Uh, Well, did you guys watch the the, uh, Talking Bad yet? You know... I didn't, and I was going to ask you, how is that? Because it's good. I it's really good. I didn't watch it either. Yeah, really? I didn't good. watch it immediately. We watched it last night, but uh, okay. they and uh, I'm sorry to do this to you guys, but it's for the it's for the <laughs> it's for the discussion. Uh, mm-hmm. Vince Vince Gilligan teased next week's episode. Okay, and he's really good about wow. it, and I'll and nice. I will remain as spoiler free as he did. Okay, um, he said <laughs> that uh, Lydia. And her concern that um, it's going down to 68% and, and uh, things are happening and people are concerned, that mm-hmm. will come into play. That said, okay. who's left working for her but Todd? I mean, it's gotta I, be Todd, I think it's yeah. Todd, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, he'll I, come back for sure. I, oh, well, I don't know for sure, but I assume. I don't think that's a spoiler. No, like, that's me neither. pretty much, I, I figured as much. It is. I agree. I agree. But he's talking about like the next episode, right? Right. You know what I okay. mean. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, his name is actually in the opening credits, so he's definitely back. Right. Season, okay. But, okay. I was gonna make that uh, point. Yeah, I saw his name in the credits. But I think I think it would be neat if he I, he's gonna come back in some way, obviously, and I, I want him to be kind of a force for Walt because I could see him kind of being because after he kills the kid and he goes back to goes back to the car in that next episode, he has the tarantula. Yeah. And it's like it's it kind of harkens back to Walt when he like he kept he kept the teddy bear eye or whatever right. in his drawer and he keeps like these mementos or whatever and he changes his style or whatever uh, he borrows traits from his victims so I kind of I can see kind of Todd kind of becoming the next one but I mean sure. also also I don't think they've developed developed him nearly enough to be that kind of that kind of big of a a force for him so i could just see him being a catalyst for stuff going down yeah um but anyway well uh for, oh before i hang on uh in the, <laughs> i want to mention one thing from the reddit ama because from aaron paul's ama because it cracked me up um uh someone asked a question with a link that said when was the last time you had your pops so I clicked the link, and the link is just a picture of Aaron Paul, which he was apparently in a Corn Pops commercial. He was in that yep. Gotta Have My Pops. <laughs> Gotta is Have it? My Pops, yep. See, I didn't know that. Um, so so Aaron Paul responded with, ha, and then he put, honestly, that very day, I will never eat Corn Pops again. Wow. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and funny. then the best part is that someone replied to it with a picture of Walt Jr. at the breakfast breakfast table with a box of cereal. And they put a caption on it that says, stay out of my territory. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That is just just brilliant. That's funny. I love the internet. Me too. It is a great place. Sometimes. Um, Real quick, what did you guys think of the episode of of Blood Money season, uh, season, the episode, the premiere, the first episode? Tiny? I I thought it was a great start. Um, As I was watching the, the bulk of the episode... I was like, okay, you know, just kind of reintroducing everything, just getting set back up. And then Vince Gilligan just totally kicked everybody in the balls with that ending. Just that, like, showdown in the garage. Like, like as soon as like as soon as soon Walt, like, pulled his car up to the driveway, I was like, all right, they're probably going to, like, 
start the conflict here. Like this is going to be the little, just a little, a little jab, you know, just yeah. something small. Right. But then as soon as soon as Hank clicked the garage door, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And just, yep, I just, and it wasn't even like physically, it wasn't amazing. It was just talking, but like just the dialogue and the 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 stance and like the tone of it was just perfect perfect yes tension i i thought it was amazing <laughs> yeah i agree mike uh it was awesome i i um man i'm trying to remember before that scene because because you kind of <laughs> glossed over it um and i guess not that it was forgettable but i went back and watched it again just the last f- five ten minutes or whatever and yeah. uh Man, what did what did you say yesterday morning, Matt? I said something about how uh, I wouldn't like I was late late for something or something, and I said <laughs> how I I would miss the birth of my first child to <laughs> to make sure I caught that episode of Breaking Bad. You said yeah. You said did you watch it last night? And I said oh yeah, we watch it live. I I wouldn't I would miss the birth of my first child to put it in. And you did quotes like as as Amanda, you were like. What do you say? Push it back in, honey. Hank, just close the garage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. That is disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but that's awesome. And do you know what? That's yeah. that's how that moment felt. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, crap. He just closed the garage. Absolutely. And, uh, and then, of course, the line, and we know the line, <laughs> is, uh, tread lightly. Yes. God, that was so incredible. Which is such a heavy line. Double meaning, yeah. of course. Ooh. Tread lightly because he doesn't admit anything. You know what I mean? He's he stands right. pretty, mm-hmm. uh, pretty close to his innocence, which whatever is bogus. But um, <laughs> yeah. so it's like if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, you you best for the family's sake tread lightly. But then on the flip side, if you don't know in parentheses that I'm Heinzenberg, close parentheses, tread lightly, parentheses, yeah. or you will get killed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just so heavy and so awesome. Oh yeah, I I loved it. Like you said, and um, what's funny is that you say that he 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 maintains his innocence or whatever, and he does to an extent. But he it's also that point where I mean he's he's Heisenberg now, and it's like it's basically he knows that he knows Hank's got him. He knows Hank has the information. Right. It's and he's not he's not trying that hard to. To maintain his innocence, he's basically saying like he was like um, he was like okay, I can't just outright say yeah, it's not me because he knows it's me. So I'll just kind of play up my sympathy. I'll play up this cancer thing and be yeah. like, yeah, I have cancer. And yeah. when that's not working, he's just like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm Heisenberg. Um, if you really want to mess with me, I'll go ahead, but know that there's consequences. Um, I wonder. I wonder if doing that was kind of just his his plan for the now. Like, um, mm-hmm. listen, I know you know, but I'm not going to admit it just yet because I'm going to get away right now and then figure out the rest of my plan. You know? <laughs> right. Well. Well, what's great about it is that from an investigative standpoint, uh, basically, Hank has very little to stand on. It's it's he essentially just has. All he has is the handwriting, the notebooks. That's like the only physical evidence that he has. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't even really have that because, you know, he didn't go through any any official channels to obtain that that's true. Walt Whitman book. So yeah. he that's that's completely inadmissible. But so any any evidence he would gather would be 
circumstantial mm-hmm. or he would have to flip either he would have to flip somebody he had to flip Saul or Jesse or Lydia or whoever so that's if he goes that route that's going to be incredible to watch yeah. Yeah. which that makes me that makes me curious um if he's actually going to reach out to Jesse because Jesse's in a position where he he would flip totally I think yeah um Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see. I, like I hope that that happens because it'll be interesting to see Hank and Jesse interact because they they've had run-ins in the past and all that. Um, I'm very curious to see what what happens with that. And they both they both changed so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hank has yeah. become. It's funny that you say that. Thanks for the lead-in. Hank has become <laughs> my favorite character on the show. I think for a long time it was wow. Jesse. But unfortunately, I feel like the second half of season 5A uh, and even this episode, he's been not so much that he's not important like we're seeing what happens to Jesse, but Jesse's kind of been pushed to the side. And that bums me out because I love him so much. Me too. Uh, his, his his evolution has gotten a little stagnant. It really has. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you guys agree because because it's yeah. a bummer. Now Hank, on the other hand, of course they've been playing him up, oh, and yeah. he just gets better and better. Because I love yeah. he he's like the the lovable doofus, cool uncle, but like bumbling fool almost. But he's not. Yeah. But he's not at all. And he's a great detective. Right. Uh, right. And it's just it's just good. Oh yeah. He goes he goes from like like. Boss Hog and the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yes, to like, exactly. To yeah, to, to um, like almost a master investigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. just the way he reads his lines in that conversation, or I guess he gives his lines in that conversation with yeah. Walt is is yeah. He so you great. like you like see the culmination of of his character's evolution just coming out right there. Yep, mm-hmm. and it's ah, uh, it's like I said, like I said to you, Mike. That basically, this is the first, probably the first time in in my memory that I've gone into the final season of a show that I've been following and been equal parts completely in the dark about where they're going to go because I have I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh huh. And completely, completely have complete and utter faith that the writers are going to deliver something that's going to be just absolutely astonishing and really yep. incredible. Yeah, that's, definitely. Because I mean, even with even with some of my favorite shows like Lost, I was kind of like, I was I was like, okay, I don't know what, where they're going with this, but don't screw it up. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and for the record, they didn't. But um, well, we'll <laughs> let listeners decide. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, <laughs> they didn't. And if your opinion's different, you're wrong. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. But like with every other show, it's just been kind of like I've been kind of along for the ride, kind of hesitantly, and I'm hesitant here because I'm afraid for certain characters um but it's it's just i'm i i can't wait i really can't and it's and before we end this now because i want to kind of move on um that opening that cold open was oh just one of the most chilling things i've seen on the show like ever yep and I mean, just when he goes into the goes into the house and like the music is playing, and then you see like that that big Heisenberg graffiti. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. it was just incredible. And opening it with the kids on the skateboard and everything, skateboarding and everything. It's like I love those moments where it's like they focus on this one little thing. They focus on one thing that's and then completely pull out. yeah. And then they just kind of reel back and they kind of show the big bigger picture of it, and you have no idea what's going on. Right. Uh, I loved the, I loved the the uh, sorry tiny no go ahead I loved the idea 
of, uh, and I guess it's just because I'm a horror movie fan. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that this neighbor is so freaked out about Walter, <laughs> like that that yes. knows who and what he is. And I imagine these these skateboard kids also know. <laughs> and he's like feet away from them in the house. And yes. they don't know it. I just think that's yeah. so cool. Just the idea that he's like looking at them through the window and they're just skating at old Heisenberg's house and they have no <laughs> idea that he's in there. It's it, just a cool, <laughs> eerie feeling. It, it reminded me of Michael Myers. Yes. Halloween. That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. I was going to say that I, it's just a, such a testament to the show, how they, those cold opens are some of the best scenes in the show because j- just from a, just from a like creative standpoint, because I, I just love the way that they're so many of them are done. Um, for example, this one, if you look at it, it's I don't know maybe two and a half minutes, maybe three. Yeah. Uh, the only the only line in the whole time the whole scene is "Hi, Carol." <laughs> That's, those are the only words. Yep. But but you take away so much from that scene. It's just so it's packed with information, but there's only two words spoken in the whole thing. It's just that's people don't realize how in how incredible of a skill that is, it is. to have as as like a filmmaker. Absolutely, it is. It's, um, pa- yeah. it's packed with information, little dialogue, but also packed with new worms oh, to yeah. spell. Right. And did you notice the uh, two things real quick? One is that in terms of the cold opens that are just the that are just brilliant is one of my favorite ones when I was rewatching it that I I had forgotten about, and that if anyone well anyone listening to this is gonna is gonna have watched the show, but. I just urge everybody, everybody listening to this, to go back and watch season three episode, the cold open to sunset. Um, mm. It's basically this uh, this uh, um, what's it what's it, this border agent, I guess, um, is going or this homeland security agent is checking on this house that the that the that the cousins are are staying at that like they murdered they it's this woman's house that they're her daughter hasn't heard from her or something so he's going to check the house and it's just from the it's it's just like it's it's a horror movie it's like a short horror film contained to these two or three minutes of breaking bad and it's just it's fantastic i love that i love i love vince gilligan's sensibilities that way i don't maybe that's maybe that's i don't know who directed those episodes yeah i mean um but i wonder if they're the similar yeah, that's a good um, question. It's, it's a it's a continuation of the tone, the overall tone of the show. Yeah, I mean, it's, and yeah. I yeah, and I know, and I know Vince Gilligan did uh, X Files, but I'd I'd like him to see. Do, uh, yeah, I'd like to yeah. see a horror movie. I would love mm-hmm. it. Oh yeah. Um, and then one final thing, and then we can just move on. Um, did you notice when when Carol drops the groceries, the oranges come out? Yep. Are you guys familiar with bad, the oranges? Bad things happen. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. It harkens back to, I guess, the Godfather when. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Look what they've. Look how they've massacred my boy. I'm like <laughs> mixing my references there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm doing Jimmy. Doing Jimmy Brockmeyer. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I'm. Oh, anyway. I have no idea who you're talking about. Hank Azaria. It's a funnier. Oh, guy. okay. Okay. But he like always puts in Godfather quotes. Nice. And <laughs> I don't know. Oh, whatever. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I noticed that, and I, I. I I had been noticing the oranges references throughout uh, my rewatch because they showed it uh, when Benicky breaks his neck and uh, yep, and then even when when Walt walks into the nursing home, there's a bowl of oranges. Nice. Uh-huh. As the camera pans over to Salamanca, that's awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. 
So does See? that suggest that what's her name, Carol? Yeah. Whatever dies, will die. Uh, in that context, I think that. It or is it could... just saying bad things happen? I think it means someone's gonna die. Yeah, I think okay. it's just death is surrounding that gotcha. that scenario. Which, judging from the decrepit look of the house and yeah. how long it's been like that, it people are gonna die this season, guys. Now, <laughs> given given all the colors in the show. Does it have to be oranges, or is it anything orange? Because the orangest scene in the whole show is is the prison, nine guys killed at once. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever. And they're I don't know that they're eating fruit, but they're all wearing orange. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think I think the actual reference to it is just as being is a reference the, to the Godfather, the Godfather with the oranges. Is, yeah, it's just literal oranges. But I mean. Given the importance of color in the in the series, I wouldn't be surprised if it's appropriated for just a, the color palette of right. orange. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah. can't, can't wait for next week. So you better not be saying what I think you're saying. It's just conjecture. I'm Hank is family. Okay, it's an option. You understand that, that? It's an option that has worked very well for you in Jeez. the recent past. Jeez. What is wrong with you? My mistake. Family off limits, of course. I'm just throwing thoughts out there. This is a safe room, right? Jesus. Send him to Belize. I'll send you to Belize. Yeah. So episode or season five, episode ten is called Buried. Uh, what'd you guys think of this episode? Tiny, you go ahead. Uh, I thought it was a great, great continuation of the story. I it's it's getting to the point where, um, it's it's hard to. It's hard to pick a favorite scene from these episodes now because it's just it's just an amalgam of just great scenes in a row. You can't I'm having trouble picking one. I mean, there were so many there was so much good stuff in this episode. Um it was sort of a I, I don't know how great of a standalone episode it was. Like last yep. week they there was there was just two great bookends to the episode, the cold open and then that mm-hmm that epic close um last week and this week didn't necessarily have that but i don't see that as a bad thing um no people talk about was, placeholder episodes and this was yeah, like the world's go. greatest placeholder holder episode yeah it was. <laughs> you know I, I mean that in a positive <laughs> yeah. way that nothing huge happened it didn't have the bookends like you said but still just furthered the story and was awesome yeah, yeah, right. It's leading toward those those uh, right. new bookends and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that nothing like big happened, or at least at the end. But <clears throat> there was a lot of, I, from what I saw on Twitter, there was um, kind of the reaction to the last scene with uh, Hank walking in to talk to mm-hmm. Jesse. Uh, there was a reaction like, "That's it. That's it. What's what's going on? What's why?" Is, that's it that's all really um yeah i I saw like at least two or three tweets where it's like well that kind of ended badly or something i'm like right that's i mean that's just that was incredible i was like i can't like this is like the perfect cliffhanger to to the to this to the to the to the episode because like all i'm thinking about now while i'm waiting for the next episode is what are they going to yeah. talk about here, What's gonna here was happen? the reaction in the in the white residence as we were watching that mm-hmm. show no, oh, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's uh, that's exactly how I was. I was like, like I kind of wondered as it was playing out. I was like, I wonder if 
are, are they going to sh- are they going to show like is he going to co- go in and like say one thing and then they're going to ca- mm-hmm. cut to black or is it going to be like just it and then it was like it was just it and I was like yeah. that's that's the, perfect. the yeah. episode was running two minutes long so it it got to be like nine oh two and I was like oh they're not they're not mm-hmm. going to show this <laughs> but I wanted yeah. him to so bad and Me I'll too. and I'll tell but you was... why I wanted him to, them to so bad here uh, if you don't mind I'll give I'll give my thoughts on the show go right ahead I really miss Jesse. And he had Me no too. lines. Yeah, totally. He, did, yeah. he didn't have a line in the show. He and didn't, that, did he? No, and that's really disappointing. I love Aaron Paul, uh, and and he, he's been uh, – he was my favorite character until Hank recently. But mm-hmm. uh, it's really disappointing. And, I, and I, I've said all along that I really want the final showdown to be between him and, uh, him and Walt. And I, mm-hmm. I'm really getting the feeling that that's not going to happen. You know, hmm. I I don't think so either. Um, I'll get into that in a bit. Which but I agree. You know, I, I'm okay. I think they'll do it right. It's just oh, not yeah. the vision I had in my head. You know, right? And it so rarely is with shows. Yeah, and yeah, at least for me, I just um, I just hope that he gets some vengeance. Oh, me you too. You know what I mean? I hope that there's some retaliation. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. My favorite part of the show is uh, is how different it really seems. And I'll explain mm-hmm. um, the just the fallout of them finding out it's it's like when someone in your family dies or like uh, your parents get divorced. I don't know. My, my parents are still together, but like something huge happens to your family and everything just looks and feels different. And I could be wrong, but I feel like they intentionally chose different angles of the house to show we see the house from different angles like when they're when they're fighting over baby holly it's from Mm -hmm. an angle of the living room we've never seen before um when hank is standing outside as marie is there he's at a different angle toward the house that we've never seen before Mm -hmm. so it just made the house feel different and i loved that you know that's uh, you're exactly Mm. right i didn't pick up on that at all but um it was very observant. Very. And Thank it was you. it was cool. It reminded me of um <clears throat> just now, that reminds me of that last last season, five A, season five mm-hmm. A. Um I don't know if you guys noticed this, but No lights. No lights. Yeah. It was the the house was completely dark and it was just yep. it was just perfect. Yep. Um mm. so that's that's interesting. Yeah. It's in what you said about um like when someone in your family dies or there's a big shake up in your family, it's interesting because it's like it's like we've We've experienced the status quo for a while, at least by Breaking Bad standards. Mm-hmm. But now, now what we're so used to is now our retrospect. It's our, it's the past, mm-hmm. and so we kind of see that, see the norm as being just in the past, and like we're in this new present um, that's very, really shining through, and it, it's really cool. Yep, I love it. I, I just, I noticed it because it made me feel sad. Which mm-hmm. for in in the best way, you know. Oh yeah, just just watching mm-hmm. it was so different. So that that was really cool. Yeah. And and also, um, we haven't seen the bathroom from that angle since the last oh, time yeah. he was originally diagnosed with cancer, laying on the floor. Oh wow! Yeah, I did. I didn't pick up on that either. Wow. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Lots of yeah. cool camera angles. They put a camera in the GPS. We <laughs> 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 had the rock with it. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was there was a scene that I wanted I wanted to bring up that was uh, the scene with uh, <clears throat> um, with Saul and Walt um, 
specifically there was a there was a there was a line where okay like if you guys remember when Mike was alive and uh he he threatened to break Saul's arm like in an earlier season and from there like you can see this dynamic between Mike and Saul or like Saul's view of Mike is he's terrified of him mm-hmm. so and it plays through in the best way throughout the run of the show but there was a line that Walt said <clears throat> he he suggested to Walt Saul was like well why don't you send him to Belize um referring to Hank saying like why don't you kill him right um, and then Walt reacts like, no, he's family. I can't do that. And then he was like, he just says kind of just, he doesn't say it with any, any like real threatening tone or anything, but he's just like, send him to Belize. I'll send you to Belize. Yeah. And then there's a very subtle, very, very subtle blink and you miss. It, and I might be reading too much into it moment where Saul kind of, he starts to laugh it off, but then just in the split second, as he starts to uh, laugh it off, he gives he shoots them as glare, like, Oh man, is he serious? Yeah, and it was just—it's very faint, but it's just—it's just perfect, yep. and it was—it was very cool, very cool. I do—I do, I do hmm. love that fear that wherever Walt goes, he just instills in people. Yeah, Still. like when uh, when Huel and uh, Bill Burr—I can't—I don't know his character's name—when they're on the money, and then Huel's like, uh, like mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man, Mexico, and then he's like, the guy <laughs> killed ten people in a three minute span, yeah. two minutes, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, two, minutes two, two minutes, two minutes, yeah. but yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that was one of those mm-hmm. things. Um, but I feel like there, there is, and I, I remember reading uh, interviews with Vince Gilligan before the season started, and he said that one of the big things that we're going to see is that um, Walter's superpower has been lying and more than anything lying to himself. And some of that is going to start coming through. I think we're starting to see that with Walt. Mm-hmm. He's still evil. Uh, and he's still a madman, but I, th- I think he's, I think they're grounding him a little bit more mm-hmm. slowly. Okay. And I'm excited to see where that goes. Nice. Tiny, what he's, do you think he's, of that? He's changed his, uh, Walt's kind of changed his, Outlook, yeah, because right. you know, at first he his he's kind of gone on a a loop because at first he was doing this all for his family, right? Mm-hmm. And then he kind of got once he was well again, he kind of got you know he and he had he was financially stable. He had the desire to expand and just turn into a an emperor essentially because yeah. he's in the empire business. <laughs> um, so that's what he had. He got very ambitious. And then his wife convinced him to, you know, give it up, and he finally gave it up. So now he's in this place where he's just, he's just focusing on being a dad and being a family man. And now all the stuff is coming back. So yeah, he is he is still evil, and he kind of has to, you know, get back into his whole Gus Fring, mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, state of mind. He needs to be Heisenberg um, again. Yeah, Heisenberg. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think last week or the the last time Mike mentioned. He's very he's 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 becoming very Gus Fring like, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought this week one of the better, one of the better examples of that was when he put the the uh, GPS coordinates in the lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was really that, that was, was cool. just a cool and like it was it wasn't really, it, there was no it was a cool scene. There was no dialogue. It was just him putting the mag you know putting a magnet on it on the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool cool little scene. Yeah, um, it is an yeah. interesting. Uh, an, inter- an interesting way to harken back to like the early days where he's just this family man who's doing this, who's breaking bad pretty much. 
Um, and it's interesting because, like, now, I mean, he's putting a lottery ticket on a fridge, which is just a, an innocuous thing that people do. But it has this weight to it, obviously. <laughs> um, it's just kind of – it's interesting that even though he's he's almost – even though he he's essentially Heisenberg, even uh, like on a deeper level still, but I mean he's he still has that Heisenberg thing. It's interesting to see that juxtaposition of a, a regular guy Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. What? Um, um, let's uh, let's I guess finish up with expectations for the next episode or like wants. What do we want to see in the next episode, Matt? What do you want to see in in uh, in episode? Th- B5B3. Well, um, I don't know. Do you guys know the episode title? Mm-mm. No. Do you want me to t- say it or do you want to yeah, stay in the no, dark? I guess. <laughs> um, well, next episode is titled Confessions. Oh. So I'm curious what that is going to entail. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it opens. I, I assume that the cold open isn't going to be Hank and uh, Jesse, but I would, I want, like a big scene with them and I'm I'm expecting that. That's my expectation for the next episode is that there's going to be a big uh tete-a-tete I guess with uh, Hank and Jesse. Yeah. And that that it'll be it'll be interesting cuz it's going to be um I mean there's what six episodes left and it's just it's I'm on pins and needles and it's it's mm-hmm. it's scary and it's 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 nerve-wracking but it's going to be going to be amazing and uh uh I'll, I'll talk. I'll let you guys go, and then I want to mention something else about. Uh, I want to talk about Talking Bad, but sure. yeah. So I'm. I'm. I don't know what to expect. Still, I just. I don't know. And there was there was that scene with. Uh, um, Lydia. Oh, that, what, oh yeah, Lydia. We need we to talk, about, talk Lydia. about that. Yeah, man, that. I. It's funny because. She's clearly out of her element, but yep. she is such a loose cannon. She's she's so she's so she doesn't understand the world, right? And it seems like she's the kind of person who just okay, well, I'll just kill him because I like she has no moral compass or anything. But it's not like right, super not, dangerous in her yes. naivety. Yeah, it, it uh, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, but um, <laughs> she's very she's very volatile and she's very just. It's gonna be a mess. I mean, like I was shocked when, when she had those guys killed off. Um, yeah. Even if I got to see Landry from Friday Night Lights again, it makes me a little mm-hmm. nervous. <clears throat> Who is that? Todd. That's Todd. Yeah. 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 Oh no! He, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a key player. Oh, sure. absolutely. Yeah. He's he's. Oh there. yeah. Yeah. Tiny, what about so, you? What do you what do you need to see in the next episode? Um, I'm really looking forward to the whole, uh, interrogation scene with, with, uh, Jesse and Hank as well. Um, I think in the last episode, Matt mentioned that he wants, uh, in his expectations, he kind of wanted Jesse to eventually, uh, kind of take revenge on Walt, you know, mm-hmm. kind of basically just kill him. Um, and I, 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 I didn't have that opinion mm-hmm. at first. And, but now that I'm seeing, I'm seeing Jesse in that, in that room and, now I know that the episode is called Confessions. I <laughs> I think it'd be really great if Jesse just found out all of the dirt that Walt has been hiding yes. from him mm-hmm. and just just goes and just takes revenge on him and that's how it ends. Yeah. Um that would be I I I think that's that ending is becoming more and more appealing to me. Mm-hmm. The my so. my want for an ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. 
Was that yours, Mike, or was that Matt? That yeah, that's that? that's what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted. Okay, I, I wanted sure the conversation. I wanted. Uh, I wanted Jesse to kill Walt. <laughs> you know, yeah. In briefly about that, I don't know where they're heading with it, but <clears throat> like, okay, Walt is very much against killing Hank at this point because he's family. Mm-hmm. But something that something that struck me about that is that Walt views Jesse as a son kind of figure. Like, in it's it's like. Uh, I'm getting into talking bad, which I'm going to talk about in a moment. But uh, Aaron Paul said that he said that Jesse's the kind of guy who's kind of searching for a father figure. And he latched on earlier in the series to Walt, but Walt wasn't giving that to him. And he was too unstable and too uh, headstrong, I guess. Um, So then he latched on to Mike and he and Mike had a great dynamic. But there was that moment in season in in last season where it was the last time uh, uh, Jesse and Mike spoke, <clears throat> um, Walt is looking through through the window and sees how close they are, and I feel like that's the moment where he's like, he he views he views he he views Jesse as having this he has this bond with Jesse, and he sees that being threatened by Mike, and so maybe that that may have been a factor in killing him, honestly, yeah. uh, maybe on some small level, but hmm. then. Um, so I'm wondering if what if what if Hank becomes that for Jesse? I mean it's it's against, you know, yeah. it's kind of a it's kind of a stretch, but I mean what if what if what if Walt sees Hank being Hank buddying up? And I mean obviously that's going to threaten Walt on a Heisenberg level, but it's also going to be like, okay, well, I'm okay with Hank going now cuz, you know, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm phrasing yeah. that correctly, but I just feel like it would be an, an additional threat to Walt. You know, I I think I I'm going to argue with you, and I and I might mm-hmm. not remember. It's it's been a year since I watched anything but season five, uh, mm-hmm. so I don't really remember. I guess some of the good things that Walt and Jesse had, but I feel like uh, Walt doesn't give a crap about Jesse. I mean, Walt um, Walt was Walt. Um, Tried to get him to break up with his girlfriend, the Brock's mom. Uh, he tried mm-hmm. to he poisoned Brock. I don't I don't know that he cares enough about Jesse. I think it's always been very teacher and student. I think I it's think, more of a oh I, I just want to say it's I think it's more of a territorial thing. He views Jesse as his property. But okay. Tiny, go ahead. I was going to say I I think that. While on this, this is going to be a weird thing to say, but on the surface, (laughs) those actions you listed seem, and they are very, very terrible things to do to a person. But if you look at his intentions, I think he was doing it because he thought that it was the best thing to do for Jesse, not because it was also the best thing to do for him because it was getting in the way of their business. But Mm -hmm. I think he, his... He, he he thinks that Jesse has the same ambitions that he does, but he really doesn't. Jesse's not the same way. So he, he you know, Walt was thinking in his terms and not Jesse's when he did those things, when he let his girlfriend die and he poisoned the boy and stuff like that. That was, um, he was he, he was his intentions. I think, and you know, this is he's never come out and said it, but I think his intentions were, this is what's best for Jesse. That's how I felt about it. And plus, I mean, what was it? The end of season three where. Yeah. Where uh, he, you know, he kills Gale just to get yeah. Jesse back, essentially. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, yeah. Jesse well, kills Gale, but yeah. but it was you know it was Walt's plan, right? right. It and was even in, it was in defense of Jesse. 
Yeah, the episode before that when uh, when Walt kills the gangster or the the the, the drug dealers. Um, run. It's yeah, yeah, true. run, and it's uh, yeah. I mean that's that's in that's his whole thing in the arc of season three or in that last arc of season three was that he he was he needed Jesse because Jesse's if he didn't care about Jesse, Jesse would be expendable. I think it's more maybe it's more that he can control Jesse. But there's that scene in I think it was season four. Where he, uh, it's after he's gotten just, uh, his ass kicked, um, uh, by, I think it was by Mike in the bar, but, um, where he, he, uh, Walt Jr. comes to see him mm-hmm. and he's kind of in a daze and everything cause he's, he's been beat up and all that. And so he's kind of drifting off to sleep as Walt Jr. is helping him out. And he's like, he calls him Jesse. He's like, thanks, Jesse, or oh, something yeah. like that. Mm. Right. Yeah, so I think he just, he views him as kind of a, uh, it's a mentor-mentee relationship with kind of a fatherly thing. And he's, uh, Jesse's said goodbye to the whole <laughs> Walt is kind of a father figure kind of thing. Um, but yeah. You know, all of this discussion is uh, is making me think of it as a... <sighs> Sometimes when we criticize something, sometimes when we criticize, when we analyze something we love, uh, mm-hmm. we we kind of treat it with kid gloves. You know what I mean? In the sense that sometimes we think Vince Gilligan can do no wrong. And I remember at right. the beginning when I first started watching it, and I was I was trying intentionally to be over overly critical of this show that everyone loved. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was around that season when he was trying to. Uh, save Jesse, like uh, keep Jesse around when when Gus was trying to get rid of him, and, and mm-hmm. I and I kind of cried foul. I was kind of like, I feel like this is just Vince Gilligan trying to keep him on the show, and we won't get into that discussion. But you and I, you and I disagreed right. a little bit on that. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is one of those things where I wonder if, um, you know. Maybe we're giving Vince Gilligan too much credit. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to get crucified for that. Interesting. But I, but I wonder if uh, the intentions or I guess the way Walt has felt about Jesse has changed over the years and over the episodes uh, to perhaps serve plot. Huh. Interesting. Right? Because I, my big argument before was that uh, he, he – he, I don't remember how I said it, but like he could have gone on without Jesse, um, and it, I, I remember thinking it was a stretch that he needed Jesse as bad as as badly as he did, or that Gus would keep him alive. I don't know. Well, I think I can understand the uh, it being a stretch for Gus to keep him alive. I mean, there's that thing where where Walt tells Gus he's like, if you don't have Jesse, you don't have me. If Jesse dies, I'm out. You don't have a right. cook. Or a right. chef, or chef, um, <laughs> uh, cook. But um, it, I, I think it's, I think it's they're they're kind of bound in blood. In that first season, they they kind of were in over their heads with this meth thing, and then they kind of they formed a bond. Mm-hmm. And I mean, on the uh, let's see, there there's still that there's still that connection for them, yeah. but it has changed into Walt. Walt being able to control Jesse. That's like they talked about this on Talking Bad, but there was that scene in the first episode in and in, 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 uh, um, Blood Money where uh, where Walt tells Jesse he's like, "I didn't have Mike killed. I don't know. Uh, I need you to believe me." 
and he says he says implicitly he says i need you to believe me jesse and there was some discussion on talking about about what he means by need to and i think it's that he needs him to believe him because he needs Jesse to still be controllable. Yeah. I mean, granted, Jesse knows all this crap about him that he can get him sent away for, but he also views Jesse as a piece that he can use. And it's also maybe, maybe, maybe I'm over. Right. Maybe but I'm the, and, the, and I agree with you as a piece mm-hmm. that he can use, but not that he cares about. That's yeah. I was going to say, like, maybe I am overthinking it with the whole fatherly yeah. thing. Maybe that's more Jesse's kind of thing. Right. He, exactly. Jesse was looking for kind of a father figure. In the early yeah. seasons, but maybe it's just more more a sense of controlling, right. and it's going to be interesting to see. It's, it's funny in this that we next spoke episode, for fifteen minutes about that, <laughs> and, that, and we kind of <laughs> went back to that's what I meant. Just that he's he doesn't see himself as a father figure, you know? Right, right. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see if he if his if his whole view of Jesse is being a piece that he can control. It'll be interesting to see what happens when he realizes that. Jesse's out of his control yeah. that he can't control Jesse anymore, which is a, what I assume is going to happen when Hank and Jesse talk. I mean, it could be, be very possible that Jesse's going to blow him off, but I don't think that's the case because he's going to find yeah. out uh, he's. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Uh, and I am what I need to see in the next episode is um, a little bit of Todd and a little mm-hmm. bit of Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was talking to a friend of mine last night about it and he said that Todd is like the polar opposite of Jesse and it's interesting because Jesse's kind of this moral has this moral center he's he's very compassionate about kids and uh and he and he has like he he does he does things like he kills Gus but he he carries that that weight mm-hmm. with him um he has that remorse with him and then on the other hand, you have Todd, who he's kind of oh oh, and also with with Jesse, he throws around bitch and yo and all like all that vernacular. Where and then you have Todd, who's this kind of on the surface, he's like he's kind of like this this nice guy. He seems like or he's uh, he's kind of kind of like a charming guy, but then he seems wholesome. Yeah, yeah, he seems wholesome. That's that's the perfect way to say it. Um, but then <laughs> underneath, he's this sociopath um, who shoots kids and. Um, all that. And there's that scene where they're, where he and Jesse are talking last year after, uh, after he kills the kid and he, he, he tells Jesse, he's like, I feel bad about what happened, but I mean, you can just tell like he so doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not, it's a fake remorse right. and it's just, I really hope you're right. I I hope that there's more scenes with yeah. them or it's, it's the wrong kind of remorse. It's like he, it's like, Oh yeah, I was borrowing this. DVD from a guy I accidentally broke it. I feel right. like that. but he's talking about killing a kid. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, but you're not wrong. I just yeah, that's it. yeah, that's yeah, funny. yeah. And I think that it's uh, and I want to say again, or I don't remember if I mentioned this last time, but there was, I think it, I was when I was rewatching the series leading up to season five B's premiere. Um, I like they they did the first season. They did the whole. Uh, disposing of a body in a barrel mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that's funny because I mean he got the wrong thing or he tried to do it in the bathtub and it's disastrous mm-hmm. circumstances or consequences but then as the series progresses they do that again and again and it's like I mean they do that and then they have uh, in, in box cutter um, Victor they do it to Victor and it's like it's like a high pressure kind of kind of tension 
there because they don't know what's going to happen with with Gus. And then they do it with a kid, and it's like it's just like that's just that's like the most messed up thing they've they've done in the series yeah, really for was. me because. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it just it just makes me feel so uncomfortable. It is, but I love just, I love that I love that they did they did the bike. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's like yeah, the yeah, bike exactly. as the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got to get yeah. rid of the evidence, and then they show us chopping up all the pieces of the bike, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Putting every piece of the bike into the bucket. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, and then showing the kid's yeah. hand in the dirt. Right, right. Uh, it's just. It's just, I mean, that's like, that's, it's so, I don't know how else to describe it, except that that's just the most messed up thing you can do to human remains. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, but real quick, I want to, uh, Tiny, you haven't watched Talking Bad, have you? I did watch uh, this oh, okay. past one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And Mike, you've, have you been watching Yeah, I watched it? both of them. Okay. I-, I watched both of them last night at a friend's house and it was neat because. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Tiny, your house? No, no, no. He didn't watch it at my house. I don't. <laughs> I have like one or two other friends, Mike. Um, no. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't allow it. No. No. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> um, but I was at a friend's house and I watched him, and uh, I was I was a little on the fence about it. I mean, I love Chris Hardwick. I mean, he's he's awesome. But I was kind of nervous about there being an after show about Breaking Bad because I feel like that's a more internal series. That's more like it's something that you can ponder over, but it's not something I immediately want to see a post-show discussion about. Mm. Um, That's why we went kind of wanted to win exactly. So, but I was impressed with the show. I was I was really impressed. I thought that it was a cool, um, cool uh, segment for after the show, and I thought it was funny because the first episode with uh, they had Julie Bowen from Modern Family. <laughs> I thought that that was such a great interview. I mean, she was great. Yeah, she was. Um, and she gets the show and that's the important thing with me is that she gets the show. And, uh, although I don't agree with her that she said that, um, she said that she, she's rooting for Walt and I'm like, I, I just can't root yeah, for Walt. Nobody's rooting for Walt anymore. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. but I thought that was great. And I, I loved Aaron Paul on it last week and yeah. uh, after this episode, it was, it was great. I liked, uh, Anna Gunn's anecdote as well, where she was talking about mm-hmm. the, uh, the scene she did with. Her, her Skylar and Marie, where yeah. Marie confronts her. That was, mm-hmm. I think that was. I don't know if it's my favorite scene from this week, but I think it was probably the best, the best scene. Like the best. Well, either that or when Skylar and Walter talking after he passed out on the mm-hmm. on the bathroom yeah, floor. But I, I liked that episode, or I'm sorry, I liked that scene, um, just because Anna Gunn's performance was really impressive. Because if if you go back and I rewatched the, sh- the episode last night and. Uh, if you watch it again, Anna Gunn literally has zero lines. It's her her performance is entirely body language. Uh, as, as Marie is asking her, you know, how long she's known and all that stuff. Uh, it, there's there's no Marie pieces it all together strictly by her body language, which yeah. is just really she doesn't even like shake her head yes or no or anything. Uh, yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah. Mike, what do you think about talking about? Uh, I like it, and I and I. Agree with you. I didn't want to watch it immediately, but I did watch it. I mm-hmm. watch it the Monday after, um, yeah. and I like it a lot. I Chris Hardwick has made a uh, a big effort, and he even said that he was going to make an effort to make sure that it doesn't have the same tone that Walking mm-hmm. Talking Dead has. In in that they're comic book nerds being excited yeah. about it, he understands the tone of that, and I really do get 
that feeling. And so I appreciate that. Um, it's really a lot of teasing, <laughs> which which makes me just want to watch the episodes more. So me too. so I, I'm very mm-hmm. neutral about Talking Bad. I don't I don't feel like mm-hmm. we get. Uh, I agree, Anna Gunn's anecdote was interesting, but I don't feel like we get that much information. So it's really it's really just kind of um, extending the tease a little bit longer. Yeah, it's blowing a lot of smoke. It is totally yeah. so. I, so I could take yeah. it or leave it, but I definitely don't mm-hmm. dislike it. I right. loved uh, I loved Vince Gilligan's tease for uh, the next episode where it shows the just shows a screenshot of Walter and uh, of Walt and uh, um, uh, Skylar at the at a table at a restaurant. Oh and yeah, he's like, and, yeah, and they do not get green beans. Or right. Whatever he said, they don't get margaritas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what uh, though, it worked. I was excited. It does. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one of the things I didn't like about talking uh, talking uh, talking dead. Is that they showed clips from the next episode? I, I'm adamantly against watching clips because why would you, why would you want to see a section of, a, f- a very small section of uh, something you're going to see in a week? Because um, hmm. I mean, it just kind of I don't know it makes it makes the entire episode kind of build around that for me at least. Yeah. Um, hmm. But again, Probably I, I kind of want to mention this briefly. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> just doing my Vince Gilligan. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. I'm on a show like Breaking Bad. <laughs> but uh but there was uh something that something that Julie Bowen said on her episode or on on the first episode kind of struck me as like wow I didn't I didn't even consider this at all um the the cold open for for episode 9 for the, for the premiere uh with Walt walking through the house and he sees Heisenberg written on the wall I Maybe it was just seeing the, seeing the kids on the on the skateboards in the in the pool, but my interpretation of it that it was just just strictly like as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, this is what it is, and I'm just strictly going for like this is there's no other explanation for it except for what I'm about to say. Uh-huh. But I assumed that it was like it was showing that he's like a legend now. He's like he's like kind of this legend, and then like the kids spray painted it on there because hey, yeah, Heisenberg, he's cool. Right. Um, but. Julie Bowen had kind of a different take on it on Talking Bad. She said that it's clear that someone is after him and that that's like a warning. She viewed that as kind of a warning and he's got the he's got the machine gun, he's getting the ricin, and he's kind of going on the offensive as someone's coming after him or on the defensive, I mean. And that's something that never really never really struck my mind cuz I thought maybe I don't know. I don't know. I just, really? I just thought that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. He's a legend. I feel like the really? kids spray painted okay. that. I'm yeah, with you. me too. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Tiny, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. But I, I thought okay. I, I'm just surprised by the fact that you never thought he was uh, on the defensive, or he he was someone was after him because well, obviously somebody was. I mean, he had the <laughs> the you know the machine gun and stuff like that, and <laughs> right, clearly on the run. Yeah, well, I, I've been kind of, uh, I've been kind of forging this association in my brain since the since they showed, since the premiere of last season where they showed him buying the gun, was that all bets are off and he's just going after people. I, I kind of assumed that he was going to be in in the interim between the start of season five and the his fifty second birthday. Mm-hmm. Something happens that makes him just co- go full Heisenberg. 
and he's just going after the people that have wronged him. That's what I just assumed of it. But, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's much, much more likely that um, he's he's on the run and people are after him. But yeah, um, and it's probably honestly, it's probably Lydia. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it'll be it'll be interesting going forward to see what happens. I, yeah, I like I like that that became clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was full Heinzenberg would be if a bunch of if like the FBI was coming after him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and maybe that's what I was thinking. And he, of. And he was going to have to fend them off with an M sixty. <laughs> but no, I I think it's pretty clearly Lydia's guys. Hmm. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I kind of I kind of wish that it was more like the feds are after him and he's like his. All that, but and maybe it's both. Honestly, could be. Um, yeah. yeah, I had a thought that I had a kind of a wild thought that this isn't going to be the case. I don't think, but like, what if, uh, what if Lydia has this is this is crazy? But what if Lydia has his family killed, and that's why the house is all oh. all boarded up and all Ooh. that? Um, and then that's that's what. Yeah, that'd be rough. That would be. It rough. would be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that it's that type of show. It's a rough show, but man, that would be. I think that would well, anger a lot of people. Maybe no, but I'm just thinking. Like, I mean, all bets are off, and I mean, that could be a possibility. Maybe not, because I mean, I like I had that thought that it would be that maybe Lydia has his family killed, but then I immediately thought like. um when he when he walks out of the house and he sees Carol, he's like, "Hello, Carol," and he says it kind of a. Uh, he's a little more, uh, jovial <laughs> than he would be if his family was just yeah, murdered. Yeah, good point. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So it's a it's a it's a flimsy theory, but I feel like something's gonna. I'm I'm anxious to find out when it's gonna happen. That something's gonna happen that makes him just go and uh, do whatever it is that happens mm-hmm. uh, with a gun and all that. Do you think they filmed all of those scenes at the same time? Like the Denny's thing? The and Denny's the... thing, the cold open for episode uh, nine? Absolutely not. Absolutely not? Um, absolutely not, because I remember at the uh, at the end of season five, mm-hmm. or season 5A last year, um, I remember reading, um, and this kind of made me a little nervous, for a brief moment before I had just complete implicit faith with, um, with, with the right, with the writers. But, mm-hmm. uh, Vince Gilligan said after, after last season ended that, um, they basically, they basically wrote him, wrote Walt on his 52nd birthday at Denny's buying, um, M60 or whatever it is. And, uh, and they, they just needed the focus on the off season was trying to figure out why. Um, Oh no. Okay. So That's yeah. Funny. So, and that made me a little nervous, but, Yeah. Well, do you think that they have filmed those kind of kind of scenes from this season yet? You know what I mean. Like, so he has hair and it looks consistent. Do you think they know? I mean, clearly they know now because it's over. But do you think they knew before the start of these eight episodes exactly what they're going to do and film those in a chunk? I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm sure that they uh, probably. I'm sure. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just asked that because a lot, you know, who, if that's, if he intend, if Vincent Gilligan intended one thing and then they filmed it where, uh, Walt is, seems jovial that we could be wrong in assuming anything about that because they don't know exactly 
like what happens right. yet. You know what I mean? He doesn't know exactly how he's supposed to be playing that right. scene. I assume that before they filmed that scene, they they had he it knew. all mapped out. Okay. Yeah. Tiny, what do you think? Yeah, I pretty much agree. I think that's okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that pretty much. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Another week in the books. Yeah. All yep. right. Jesse, I am not working you. Yes. Yes, you are. All right. Just drop the whole concerned dad thing and tell me the truth. I mean, you're you're acting like me leaving town is is all about me and turning over a new leaf, but it's really it's really about you. I mean, you need me gone, because your dickhead brother-in-law is never going to let up. Just say so. Just ask me for a favor. Just tell me you don't give a shit about me, and it's either this, it's either this, or you'll kill me the same way you killed Mike. So, how about that guacamole, guys? <laughs> it depends. Do you make it right there on the table? Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. Hey, did I tell you guys we uh, we I was vacuuming the house the other day and my vacuum broke down, so I need a new dust filter for a Hoover Max Extract Pressure <laughs> Pro Model sixty. Can you help me with that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll give you the drop off point. Yeah. <laughs> so, what'd you guys think of Confessions? I mean, T- I don't want to go wow. first. Tiny, you go. Okay, I'll go first. Um. I, j- I just want to say that Vince Gilligan, he just gets me. Uh, <laughs> he and I need to have a conversation sometime. Yeah. Um, the part that so makes- what do you think of breaking by it? <laughs> breaking by <bio. laughs> <laughs> um, The part that made me say that was my favorite scene from the episode was when they met out in the desert. Yes. And I, I was sitting there, sitting there watching it, listening to it, and I was just thinking, you know, Walter was given his whole spiel. And mm-hmm. as he was saying it, I was like, God, can he just be genuine for once with Jesse? Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Just, right. just say something that matters to him for once. Mm-hmm. And then 10 seconds later, Jesse responds with, can you stop trying to work me, man? I was just yeah. like, oh, oh my yes. God, that's awesome. exactly what I was thinking. I was just like, finally, he says it. And yes. I don't know, it's exactly where my mind was. That's exactly what I was thinking. And it's like Vince Gilligan was inside my head. It was, and that was great. <laughs> right. But the question was, and this is in my notes, um, when Walter hugs him, right, and Jesse starts to cry, oh, yes. the look on Walter's face is is the hug an admission of guilt without actually having to to apologize, without actually saying you're right, I'll stop, or I, is he still working him? What do you guys think? I think he's still working him, and I think I think the hug is, and I, I think it was, I think it may have been Damon Lindelof on Twitter. Uh, pointed this out mm-hmm. or someone pointed it out that the hug is like is like michael corleone's hug, or kiss to fredo wow okay um at the end of at the end of godfather part two or uh toward the end of godfather part two okay so it kind of signifies like jesse is is he's right he's right and he's it's kind of like a i don't know he's right in saying that it's either he's he's gone or he's gone. Mm-hmm. He's either going to Alaska or he's going to Belize. Okay, oh, nice. Did uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> did now? I, why did what did Damon Lindelof have to do with that episode? Was he just com- commenting he, on it? Oh, he's just a fan. Okay, he's just a fan. He and he tweeted. Did you guys notice this? That um, when they're 
I don't know if this signifies anything. I don't know if it's foreshadowing or anything. Mm-hmm. But when they're standing at the at the uh, back of uh, when they're leaning on uh, Saul's car and the the license plates visible, Lawyer like it, the Lawyer license plate's up, awesome. Yeah, Lawyer yeah. up, I love it. But they cut to it and they show them standing there, and you see the license plate in the in the center, and then they cut away to like Jesse's face or something, and then they cut back to it and. Walt is positioned over the L mm-hmm. so that it just says W-Y-R up or wire up. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could be like foreshadowing that someone's going to wear a wire. And hmm. um, I don't know. It's kind of a stretch. But then again, it's Breaking Bad. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I, yeah. I thought the whole hug, I thought that was intentionally ambiguous. Like we're not supposed, okay. we're not supposed to know. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I couldn't yeah, tell. I, can, I couldn't tell. I can agree with that. You said you couldn't tell. I, I couldn't tell if what, what he's trying to convey with that hug. I could not tell. I uh, I definitely agree with you that it's supposed to be ambiguous. the The thing that made me feel a little bit I don't know if it's sympathetic toward Walt or or that that it was an admission of guilt is there's a there's kind of a moment where he's hugging Jesse and he just kind of sighs and there's a look on his face like, mm. you know what I mean? Like he hmm. he he's. He knows he's he mm-hmm. feels bad, okay. Which so is strange with, because one of the next things he does is <laughs> throw <laughs> Hank under the bus big time. Right. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But I just want to say, going back to the hug, um, I feel like also some of the ambiguity is because the the focal point of the hug was mostly it, like it was mostly fixed on Jesse's reaction yeah, to right. it. Um, and I think that was that was on purpose. And I I loved that in the opening scene of the or the opening of the scene in the desert, you see. Uh, Jesse just watching the tarantula. It's kind of, I believe, it's supposed to signify or remind him of the uh, the kid that was shot after uh, oh, uh, sure. Dead Freight. Yep. Um, hmm. Which that I thought that was a nice touch. Um, but uh, since since we're we hovered around it a few couple uh, couple seconds ago, um, the 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 confession. Let's let's talk about so that. So Walter and Skyler, as was teased at the end of Talking Bad, were sitting at the Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant waiting yes. for uh, we don't know. And then, of course, Hank, <clears throat> excuse me, Hank and Marie walk in um, before this scene. Hank sits down Walt. to record what we imagine to be a confession. And Breaking Bad isn't really known for that kind of a twisty misdirect kind of thing. Right. right. Uh, and I really appreciated it and I bought it. So he mm-hmm. gets up off the table toward a heated discussion or after a heated discussion, uh, leaves the, the DVD on the table and we go, here we go. And of yes. course, what's on the DVD, Matt? Uh, it's just it's what's on the DVD is Brian Cranston winning his next Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> I read it was I read just... somewhere somebody say uh, that. Um, Aaron Paul got an Emmy, Brian mm-hmm. Cranston got an Emmy, and now Walter White deserves an Emmy. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it was, uh, man, the, like this episode was very heavy in the Walt is a manipulative bastard yes. kind of yeah, arena. Definitely. And uh, it was just, it was just, it was painted so well. And that was just another element to that kind of motif of the episode um, or overarching theme of the episode mm-hmm. that. And to see him kind of, it's almost like he's reverting back to how he was before all this in the first season and everything, Mm -hmm. which I want to mention something about that briefly here in a moment. But he, it's just a really, it was a really great performance by him. It was, and it was just, it was diabolical is the word that (laughs) That is a good word. Yeah, it was diabolical. It's just, 
and just seeing seeing Dean Norris play up like the reaction to it, it's just he's just astounded. It's yep. it's amazing. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, Tiny, what do you think of the confession? Uh, I I was pretty blown away by it, um, <laughs> and especially because it seems so it seems so well thought out because it's very it's a very tight story because it's 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 just very plausible um, yeah. that that Hank would be implicated in this and that it would be it wouldn't necessarily be easy to prove that he's part of it but it wouldn't be easy to disprove it either sure. um because sure. he was so involved in all of it for so long and he yeah. has the the whole family connection and all that so i i just i loved the the way he laid it all out uh, in the confession tape was great, and of course the acting was just, yeah. just incredible. Yeah, yeah. It was. can't say enough good things about Brian Cranston. You really can't be Cranston. I uh, <laughs> the first time I watched it, I I I was floored by that scene, and I and I mm-hmm. loved it. The second time I watched it, I uh, I was a little worried actually about some of the logic when I when I tried to get a little more hmm. critical. Uh, in particular. Um, Walt's story is thin in the part where he says that uh, that he that Hank made him pay for the surgeries, um, mm-hmm. which is true. Hank or Walter did pay for the surgeries, but if Hank was a drug lord, why wouldn't he have the money to pay for it himself? That oh. was a little huh. off. Um, well, I w- I would say that I mean under the story of of Hank being a drug lord and everything, he doesn't really have. Any of the, um, he doesn't have any of the, he doesn't have any of the motivation that, mm-hmm. that, uh, like, it's just, he's painting him as this greedy, horrible person. He's painting him as Heisenberg. Okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So maybe it's just, that's going to play into that. Like, that's the one, I mean, that is a small blemish in the story, but it is, it, I think it could be covered if, if the, the story of Hank sure. being a drug lord is to be believed. Sure. And that's not bad. Um, and I will say three episodes into Hank uh, delaying the inevitable is is bordering on uh, stretching it out a bit too far. I'm with it now. I'm totally with Hank not saying something yet. Uh, but if if this if it if he holds on if he bites his tongue for another two episodes, I think I might cry foul. I think it's time to say something. Okay, what do you guys think? Okay. Um. I, I would just say I don't have a problem with that because it's like like one of my favorite scenes of the what was it first or second episode where um he basically he tells Maria like the when the second I tell them this my career is over. Mm-hmm. Um, I did and, I know, but I just feel like so I guess he's delaying losing his job no matter what. Even, that, even if he is right, even if they do get him, he's just worried about being laughed in the face. Not laughed in the face, just more. He's more afraid of. Of them, like he, like his his career's over. Like his career's done. Like he has right. no career left, and he's worked for the DEA for a long right. time, and he's built he's built that. Um, so maybe he's just delaying. Maybe he's maybe he's considering Walt's um, Walt's <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to be dead soon anyway. So maybe he's just kind of delaying that. Perhaps. But it's okay. also, and it also could be that he just doesn't have enough concrete evidence. See, I, I mean that that I don't buy. That I really? think if he came if he came to the station, they would have plenty. And they they really? could they could get a warrant. They could go after Walt. Uh, that's that's the part of this of of Hank's 
um, story that I'm not buying that that, <laughs> that he doesn't Let's... have enough evidence, and he doesn't. That's what he keeps saying. But I, yeah. I think if he said it to the DEA, uh, listen, I have this, I have this, I have this. They would mm-hmm. they would figure it out. Let's consult with our uh, resident criminal justice uh, <laughs> correspondent, Tiny. Yeah, I was just about to respond in kind. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I completely disagree with that because he does not even have close to enough to get a warrant. Uh, right. Essentially, all he has now is a hunch. Um, he made a huge mistake when he took the Walt Whitman book out of the bathroom, should have left it there. Okay. Uh, and then gone and told his whole story, and maybe he could have gotten something. I don't That would have been some evidence, some physical evidence. Okay. Uh, he he really does not have enough to even get a warrant. And plus, even if they got a warrant, they would not find anything in his home. Uh, they wouldn't That's find true. anything in the car wash. And those are the only two places they could possibly search. So okay. I just feel like technical on you. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. It's good to know. I just I just feel like um, maybe on this show, I can't think of an example, but on other shows, they've found warrants for less. You know what I mean? If the plot needed mm. it, they could get a warrant, but th- but they're waiting on it. Maybe. I yeah. I I haven't felt that way at all. I mean, I've bought into that that he can, that he just doesn't have enough. That's why he appealed to uh, Jesse, um, because uh, because he, he wants to get it concrete. Like he wants to see Walt go away. I mean, that's that's he wants to put him away. Right, but he needs course. to make sure that he's that he's got his ducks in a row. Yeah. Right. Um, Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. okay. Um, I want to mention something about Walt that I noticed last week that I forgot to mention, and it also I also noticed it this week. Um, <clears throat> his color, the the color scheme that he's that his yeah. clothes and everything, it's very beige. It's very very drab. Very kind of mm-hmm. boring and dull. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that harkens back to the first season where. He's basically the same kind of thing. Like when he started out, he was like that, and I think that's indicative of maybe the cancer or something like that. Yeah, um, and uh, well, and Skylar too is beige. Skylar too. And she was yeah. very blue for for the middle seasons. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, she was. Uh, also, Marie wore black, and Hank wore purple out of solidarity, I suppose. <laughs> I noticed huh. that. Yeah, uh, Tiny. What do you think of the colors? I was going to say that I think. Um Walt is so beige because he's just trying to blend back in, and they live in like you know they live in the Ooh. desert, and ba- like the desert it. is beige. Sure, nice. it's just, okay. Just, just blending back into society because he's trying to go straight now, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just my thought. I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cold open when it, when I when I was watching it, I was just like, "Shut up, Todd!" Because <laughs> yeah, come on, it's no, supposed to be just awesome. you guys. It, well, it was great. It I was great, it. and I love Jesse Plemons, but I'm like. Dude, you know, cool your jets. Don't, you know, don't be telling people stuff. Yeah, so really. do we think that Todd's uncle and other white supremacist f- uncle friend, are those <laughs> the uh, the people uh, for whom Walt needs that M60, do we think? I'm um, guessing, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm feeling that way now, too. I'm guessing it's going to be Lydia's crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess are they now Lydia's crew? I mean, is Todd Lydia's crew? Well, yeah. I since guess so, yeah. they killed everyone else in the, the previous <laughs> episode, and they took all their equipment. I think. Yeah, so. yeah. Right, but right. they're. Uh, I mean, they're just they're just hired men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are they? I guess is she just adopting them as her crew? Yeah, I think. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because isn't isn't wasn't Todd originally like her guy or whatever? Um, no, no, Todd he was worked with for uh, the uh, pesticide. 
Yeah, That's, Vamanos okay. Pest Control. He knew, he knew Mike. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, huh. and those guys are just his connection. Okay. Um, so we see the uh, we see the uh, confession, which is mm-hmm. uh, not exactly the confession that we thought it was at the beginning. Um, right. And then Marie is trying to keep the kids uh, safe, and so she, of course, tried to steal Holly in the last episode, and mm-hmm. she invites uh, Walt Jr. Uh, Flynn over for dinner and Walter brilliantly uh, mm-hmm. makes him another stay. what do you guys think another of that? great another great instance of him uh, of him being manipulative yep um, and also I would like to point out that I'm I'm willing to bet that if I think Murray's grave mistake was inviting him to dinner and not breakfast because he would have ran <laughs> right over there. yeah um, <laughs> that's funny it's stupid, but anyway, yeah. um, no, I loved it. I loved that scene, and just yeah. in RJ, uh, I can't. Pre- I don't know how to pronounce Mitty. his last I name. Mitty. Mitty. Yeah, um, his his performance was great in that scene. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. It was awesome. Very more, yeah, I, more diabolical. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, uh, I I can no longer. I just can't root for. Uh, I can't root for Walt anymore. I no. just can't do it because he's so, he's just so awful. I mean, yeah, what he what he's been doing with Jesse and just he he manipulated his own son yeah yeah and he's been fairly straightforward with his wife the past season mm-hmm. or two yeah. but it's had a horrible effect on her which is something i wanted to talk about just her mm-hmm. her the scene her, where he comes in uh <laughs> right <laughs> toward the so middle great. the scene where he comes in uh before oh, the okay. the climax and we'll talk about that in a minute he right. comes into the car wash and she's kind of in the office alone kind yeah. of in the dark and just exactly. staring skylar her skylar her yeah it's like her her externalized numbness is so hard to watch uh-huh. uh because she just she just did not ask for any of this at all right right and he's just basically forced it on her and she's kind of done it out of she stuck by him out of duty, I think, and yeah, I don't even know if she really loves him anymore. I think it's just uh, just uh, because of the the vow they took. I guess she's she's still there, and because of the kids, but because of the kids, yeah. and I, and I think just, it's part it's of so the, hard to watch. Oh, yeah, I, I think part of it is that she's and and she's starting. Maybe she and she did before, but maybe she's starting to really see see the monster that's underneath him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that he is, and uh, with the. <laughs> the the climax of the episode throughout throughout the episode there was great like when the show ends i i don't know i i'm i'd be hard pressed to find another show that so perfectly balances comedy with intense drama mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. because i mean the the scene at the table with uh the guacamole yeah. <laughs> and then walt rushing over to uh to, yep. to to get the gun or to to check to make sure Jesse wasn't right. there, and like you see, you see him pull up and then he they were great. he takes a second to compose himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so in every line that Saul said, obviously. Yeah. So last yeah. week uh, we went around the table and we all agreed that in this episode the one thing we wanted was more Jesse, and boy did yes. we get it. Oh, oh gosh, man. yes. Aaron Paul is just his. In the scene where he's talking to Saul and they're 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 getting after he calls calls the guy, mm-hmm. and you can like it's so so nuanced the way that he the way that he's 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 
he's you can see him you can see his mind working like okay i'm getting myself kind of psyched up for it, but he's just absolutely petrified of what's going to happen uh-huh. well at this point i think he's i think it's a real possibility that he might just be killed yeah you oh, know yeah. and that's and that's half the fear mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah. and and so you just see him uh take a hit off of his marijuana cigarette mm-hmm. and then i almost wondered if there was rice in it because it the it started to get a little shaky, and he and he his eyes were huh. bugging out. It was oh, yeah. it was an odd scene. I was wondering exactly what was happening, and then and then I mm-hmm. kind of just figured, he's terrified. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. terrified. And it was played so well. Yep. Yeah. So he walks out the door. Cut to, uh, he's standing on the side of the road, and he's a little nervous, right? Because the guy is going to mm-hmm. come and get him. He's going to take him to Alaska or wherever, yeah. and he's searching through his pockets. And he discovers that his weed has been lifted, yes. and he looks at his cigarettes, and it clicks. Oh yes. Were you guys? Did you guys? Were you down with the click? Oh, absolutely. Do you think he would have made that connection? Mm-hmm. Tiny. I, yeah, I think so. I thought it was. I I don't know. I thought it was weird that that's the time where he finally noticed that the ricin was gone. Yeah. It was a little convenient. It was. Yeah. I I um, I was confused. It cut to commercial break first. Well. And I was confused. Uh, yeah, to 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 say, I mean, it's not that's not when he realized that the ricin was gone. I, I mean, he he knew that the ricin was gone and everything. Yeah, like that's just when he just oh, pieced okay. it together that right. Huel had lifted it. Right, because Huel lifted the weed from him. Exactly. Okay, that oh, that's much more believable. Yeah. Than okay. Well, like that. he okay. he puts yeah. it together. He realizes that Huel has that trick up that his ability. sleeve. Yeah. Right. Right. And then and then because that happened, and this is the way I rationalized it in my mind, because initially I, I was thrown. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is does he is does he think there's ricin in the cigarette? Does he think this guy's gonna kill him? I I was mm-hmm. totally confused until it came back. And then I even had to go back and do a little rationalizing in my head. Um because I I was trying to figure out why he would make that leap to say that um, because Huel has this ability, Walt definitely poisoned Brock with Lily of the Valley. You know what I mean? Does he? Does he mm-hmm. just know that Walter is that evil? That that that's it. Now he does. I think. And, and, I, mean, and I guess it's because he always had those suspicions, huh? Yeah. And now right. that he knows that Mike is what happened with Mike. I mean, he. I mean, obviously he hasn't admitted it, but I mean, he knows. He knows that Mike's dead. Yeah. Right. Right. At the hand right. of Walt. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it was kind of like all along. I mean, he tried to kill Walter for poisoning Brock. Right. Right. Trying to kill Brock. And I think even after it was cleared up, Walt was still the lead suspect in his mind. You know? And the way I rationalized it was not that he figured it all out. He was just like, it is more likely now with the information that I know that Walt did it than it was before. Yeah. So something has to be done. And it's also partly mm-hmm. Jesse just loves to fly off the handle and, and make make rash decisions like that. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And oh the, boy, uh, he flies off the handle. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, I'm curious though, did you guys have a bit of an issue with that that ending like literally the final scene where he's just going through <laughs> Walt's house with the gas can? Uh, uh I was okay I had, with that. I, I had okay an, yeah. I had an issue with it because because of the cold open of the first episode, we know that his house does not get burned to the ground. Yeah. Well, but does it get burned out? I'm, I wish I could see, I see it again. It's closed <laughs> off. 
And I, I'm cl- trying to... With that much gasoline, that house would have been burnt to the ground. I, I mean... So. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and also, and I was reading on Twitter after, accidentally, uh, I don't usually watch <laughs> scenes from next week, but they... Apparently, I've heard that uh, scenes from next week show Walt Jr. eating breakfast in their kitchen. Is this is this true? I I, I didn't watch them. Probably. Hmm. I didn't watch the scenes for next week. Maybe he hears uh, Holly cry or something. Yeah, maybe. He's a sucker for know. kids. That's yeah. probably that's probably something that happens. I would bet. Yeah. True. But all I was thinking afterward was like, oh man, the lottery ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow, that's true. I didn't think of that. Good call. Yeah, I thought it was like, man, all that money. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. But yeah, so that about. I mean, any any other thoughts about the episode? Uh, I don't think so. It was uh, it was well done. Mm-hmm. So that kind of that kind of reaches the uh, the end of our episode three recap. What we plan to do here mm-hmm. is we're going to release. We're going to talk about the first three episodes, and then we're going to talk about uh, the the middle four episodes. Am I correct? Uh, I think we're going to do three, three, and then two. three, three, and then two. Okay. Well, we'll Are do. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, <laughs> that's fine with me. Okay. So we've got this uh, this first uh, podcast, which is the first three episodes. Um, and then we're going to do three more, and then we're going to do the final two episodes. So usually I, I say, um, what do you guys want to see in the next episode? But what do you guys want to see in the next three? What do you guys want to be talking about in our next podcast? Um, I want to be – I don't want the – I guess I don't want the cancer to take a back to, – to take on, you know, like the – be on the back burner. Um, I'd like to see his cancer actually start to have an effect. Um you know, start to affect how he can handle all this because mm-hmm. it's kind of hinted at in the, you know, the future cold opens we've been seeing and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see that happen. Jeez, um, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to know what I want to happen. I guess <laughs> that doesn't sound. Yeah, yeah. sounds weird. But you I want just, to I have just, no idea. I want right. to be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, as for me, I I want. I would I would like to see I mean anything that they do is probably going to be just amazing and great mm-hmm. but I think I would personally like to see or I could see them going the route of uh of of Hank maybe going kind of going rogue a bit kind of kind of playing a little dirty with Walt mm-hmm. um maybe or it could just be he's he's going to take a back he's going to be set on the back burner and uh, then maybe maybe uh, Lydia and her crew are going to come to the forefront, and then that's when it's going to accelerate things. But I would like to see, I would like to see at some point in these next three episodes, whatever happens that makes him go on the run, I want that to happen, and I want it to be because I want I want a decent amount of time to be dedicated to him mm-hmm. on the run. Like I wouldn't want it to be because we've we've seen these flash forwards, and we've seen him in this vastly different. Um, um, state as mm-hmm. we've seen him before. And I think it would be not really a ripoff and not really a cop out, but I think it would be, I, I don't think it would do as much service to the series if they just saved all of that for the finale. I agree. And, and that kind of leads into uh, something I want to see. I'd like to see a heavy portion of an episode dedicated to just Walter with very few lines doing things. Uh, I I love I love the way um, 
Brian Cranston acts without dialogue. He he mm-hmm. just brings so much character to Walt, even without speaking, uh, just body language wise. And I really um, would like to see where that goes. I definitely want to see how he gets to where he is and have there be time spent on the run. And then of course mm-hmm. my obvious one, I love Jesse. I want him to find out about Jane. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. me too. I don't I don't want that to go uncovered. Right. I, I don't know how he'll figure it out, but I would love to see him yep. find out and that maybe that'll be the final catalyst that I mean granted <laughs> he's he has a pretty low opinion of Walt now he's about to burn down his house. Right. But I think I think that'll be the thing that's like maybe he'll be like, All right, I'm gonna bury the hatchet with Hank and we're gonna team up and we're gonna go after Heisenberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Should be fun. Right. I can't wait to see yep. it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, guys, thanks for listening to these to this bonus episode. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Obsessive Viewer, at Obsessive Tiny, and at I am Mike White. Follow the blog on Facebook at The Obsessive Viewer, and check out the blog itself at obsessiveviewer.com. And look forward to uh, here in a few weeks where we'll post the next uh, next segment of these of these final. Breaking Bad discussion episodes for the final episodes of the series. Um, Until then, uh, uh, talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys.